Hey you, what's up guys? This is Nico. And this is Marcus. And welcome to Porch Talk. So this was a pretty pretty sad episode. Oh well, I wouldn't say sad. This was an amazing episode. It was episode. an empowering episode for empowering, me. I, I feel. Heartfelt. Yeah, yeah. yeah we actually had a guest on, uh Cameron Kaufman. First guest. Yeah, first guest. He's a really good friend of Marcus and mine and he has a really cool story of how he is dealing with type one diabetes and I I thought he'd be cool to share this experience with us and yeah. inform us because I didn't really know much about type 1 diabetes going into this, but I, re I feel like I learned a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot as well. Um, it's 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 interesting because we, we really don't know what, what the cause of a lot of the stuff is, so we kind of, you know, postulated and kind of uh, try to think of, of what what's at the root of all this. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it was fun. And then we I got into a really deep, deep moment with myself reflecting on – uh, my life being a father, actually. So this was uh -huh. a really empowering episode for myself, like I said again. And hopefully you guys enjoy that. I mean, we're going to keep pumping out these episodes and making them as good as we can, trying to give good information. And I, enjoy the episode, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Enjoy. Oh. Cameron, you got a lot of tattoos, <laughs> homie. Yeah, you really do, man. Just a little bit. How many tattoos you got? Uh, if you go by session, I got 14, but technically it's 13. God damn, I wish I had that many tattoos for sure. Yeah, but I'm broke now, so what's your sucks. favorite? What's your favorite tattoo that you've gotten? My favorite one is definitely my uh, diabetes tattoo. It's a snake wrapped around the pole with oh, my yeah. first ever blood sugar and the day I was diagnosed. So okay. what does the snake around the pool signify? It is the uh, medical alert symbol. Uh, mm. That's actually brought in from the Bible in the, in the Old Testament. If you look into the eyes of the snake, you would be healed of all sicknesses. Oh, okay. That's, okay. Actually, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah and it's really cool. Why is it? why is the number red? Uh, well, it was my first ever blood sugar, so it, it's always, you always have to check the blood. So blood is red, and that's kind of where I got the idea. From. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. so 709, that's that's high, right? That is extremely high, yes. So what's like a normal blood sugar for you? Probably between like 80 to 120. 80? Good that's, God. Yeah. And, and you're 709? <laughs> yes, I was three years old at the time. Three years old, holy shit. So you obviously have type 1 diabetes, correct? Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, in, you're in pretty good shape for, for what you're worth. So... Mm -hmm. How did how does that even happen? How do you randomly get di type one diabetes? Well, uh, it's always been believed that's just based off genetics. So both parents would have to have the recessive trait for it, and it'd be passed on to one of the children. It's like a one in four chance. Okay. Me having oh, okay. three other siblings is bound to happen to one of us. <laughs> but there's also been like a new theory brought to light. It's um based off the fact that um. The body is not supposed to take in uh, animal protein. So, like, eating meat, eating mm. or drinking milk, stuff like that, it's caused my body to reject those proteins and then it attack it, and then uh, my body attacked the beta cells and the pancreas as well. Oh, dude, that's wild. That's yeah. interesting, so but... Could it be... So, could, could that have originated through your mom maybe eating meats and drinking animal products? while she was pregnant with you or no it was just is like, it just when you when you were born your body somehow rejected these proteins yeah exactly it was okay. just based off okay. from okay. birth that makes sense that okay makes sense, and though. i can see how that's like a genetic component yes. yeah that makes yeah. sense it's just like how 
if a pregnant woman's blood is a certain blood type, it'll attack the infant's uh, <laughs> body because it's a different blood type and it's right, considered right. a foreign invader exactly. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, the white blood cells will treat uh, the infant's blood cells as mm-hmm. if they're pathogens. That's insane, though. Dude, that's crazy. So I, I actually never knew that. I knew I, I had a feeling that some type of diet slash nutrition would be incorporated into getting uh, type 1 diabetes, but I didn't know how. Mm, that yeah. would correlate. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's actually crazy because, like, um, this has never been brought up except for, like, one person has brought up through a documentary on Netflix. I, I can't remember what it's called, but... Um, we'll link it he, in the description. We'll look it up. Yeah. Um, but he went to the um, one of the leaders of JDRF, which is Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and um, asked, like, you guys are... Um, pushing these diets with a bunch of meat, uh, milk, uh, eggs, cheese, and stuff like that when it could be harmful. That's what could be causing diabetes. And they found out that the reason for that is, like, major companies like Ryder, uh, which is, like, a milk mm-hmm. company. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, stuff like that. They're sponsoring JDRF. They're giving tons of money to this uh, foundation so that their secret doesn't get out that this could be causing diabetes. So... Uh, would you say that your mom fed you a lot of meats and cheeses and dairy when you were younger? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. She she hasn't come straight up and said it, but, I mean, that's usually the normal diet for a kid. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah my son typical. is, yeah, my son is eating, eating a lot of chicken and a lot of eggs and cheeses and all that stuff, so. Mm-hmm. I, that's, I, I might have to keep that in mind because that's, that's kind of scary. Yeah. That's well, really base- scary. Basically, this could have been avoided if I had been vegan my entire life, but there's also, like, there's no way to know. Yeah, that's true. So. And, I mean, I don't, I mean, animal proteins and just animal meat in general, it's not bad for you, but there's know. just those certain circumstances where exactly, your, yeah. your genetic code just is against meat. Yeah. And that's okay, too. I mean, it's not a bad or a good thing. There's people who live on a vegan diet their whole lives and yeah. that are thriving. It's just, it all depends on how your genetics lay out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, like, it's not affecting me now. I can eat and drink whatever I want. It doesn't matter to me now. As long as you got that insulin. Yeah. You got to make sure you have that insulin. <laughs> Where were we? We were, oh, shoot. We were in Arkansas and you ran out of insulin and we were up this huge mountain and you were like sort of free. No, wait. Or was your yeah? Or was your sugar low? My sugar was low. Your sugar yeah, sugar was low. And we didn't have anything. I'm like, damn it! I knew I shouldn't have drank that last Gatorade. <laughs> That's because Noah ate all the fucking muffins. <laughs> yeah, but he. You were like, you're sort of slurring your words. By the time we got down to the van, I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna we're gonna have to get something. We're gonna yeah. have to stab him with like straight sugar, sugar alcohol. Go up to a tree, get, get some sap out of it or something. <laughs> that that was suggested at one point. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. It was worth it for that view, though. Oh, it was an awesome view. view. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That I mean, that whole that whole Arkansas experience was really good. I mean, you're wearing a bearded goat shirt. Gotta rep the. You know, I gotta say, except for the part where we almost got in a car accident. Oh yeah, dude, that was scary. (laughs) That was. That was super scary. And then funny afterwards, once Noah, or not Noah, Kyle slams the seat behind. (laughs) Spilled ice cream everywhere. Oh, damn. Oh, man, it was funny. He wasn't he kept wearing it a safe, seat though. Belt. Yeah, he like, did. He, he cradled that. It was like a football. <laughs> he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Worst decision ever. He comes flying right next to me. He bangs his head off the front seat. 
Damn. Everybody just started dying, except for Noah, because he was so pissed that this guy pulled out in front of him. But it was the funniest thing after everybody calmed down. Mm. It was so funny. So, back on the back on the diabetes topic. So, what what is it like, just living day by day with having to deal with insulin? Do you have to give yourself like uh, finger pricks every couple hours or so? Because I don't really know that process. All right, mm-hmm. So, uh, back when I was first diagnosed, it was check your blood sugar at this time, this time, this time. You eat this amount of carbs, and you give yourself this month of, this much insulin. If you don't do that, you're going to either have a low blood sugar or your blood sugar is going to shoot up really high and you're going to feel sick. So it was just like that. But over the years, it's been I've been diabetic for 17 years, and it's changed to where check your blood sugar three to four times a day, and whatever you eat, just give yourself this much insulin. And it got a lot simpler. But now it's where I check my blood sugar once, maybe twice a day. Uh, I have a sensor on it all almost all times and it checks my blood sugar every five minutes for me and whenever i eat just uh, press a few numbers into an insulin pump and it gives me the insulin itself so that's probably like a product of the science getting better oh yeah yeah it's yeah, just it's more empirical with it you know they just know what's going on more mm-hmm. that's really interesting though 17 years 17 years dang can you imagine that yeah no that's that's fucking insane i, like, I wouldn't <laughs> I, w- I don't think i could survive because i was raised on sugar like, I exactly. eat sugar at least three times a day. And I just yeah. think about, like, when I want to go on a diet, when I want to, like, or, you know, change what I'm eating. It's like a, a whim, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. insane to think that, like, for, for so long you've kind of been, like, living by it. Yeah, you know? I remember at one point, like, I tried to change my eating habits drastically. Mm-hmm. And I got super sick and it messed with my blood sugars so much just because I tried. I went from, like, eating really crappy to trying to eat pretty healthy. And it just... It screwed me up because I just went, like, cold turkey on it. Well, that could have been uh, also the healthy food doesn't equate out calorie-wise to, like, the bad food you were taking in. So you're probably severely... It's not calories, remember, it's carbs. Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) I forgot about that. Common misconception. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that same thing. I definitely wasn't taking in the same amount of carbs and so less energy from my body and making me feel sick probably lethargic so what's what is the like exact difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes type 1 is you can't you don't make any insulin correct yes and then type 2 is you just can't regulate it yeah your body uh, doesn't regulate it very well you can reverse the effects with Mm -hmm. type 2 and you can uh, with uh, a healthy diet and exercise uh, you can live a more normal life without any medication or anything. Really? Okay. Yeah. With type 1, you always have to take insulin, always have to check your blood sugar. And, and there's but, no way out of that, right? Right. I mean, we've gotten close. There's like an artificial pancreas, which is technically what I have. It's the closest we've gotten to just living a normal life, but still have to check blood sugar, right, still have to right. shots and all that. Okay. But, yeah. So, do you think... Maybe changing your gut bacteria would help that because maybe it's your gut bacteria that's make like uh, identifying the proteins as a foreign invader per se. Do you think maybe if you switched your gut microbiome out completely that it would sort of negate the effects of type 1 diabetes? I'm talking at like an early age though before like when you just get it because I, I assume since – 
the it, it's recognizing the proteins in the meat and in the dairy as foreign invaders. I ha, I'm guessing that has to do with your gut microbiome because that I can't really explain it completely because I don't know all about the gut microbiome. But it's basically like the second brain to your actual brain, and it's one of the things that causes intolerances and uh, inflammation in your gut. So maybe, mm. do you think that would be a like a good remedy, or do you think that it would be worth looking into, maybe? I think it could definitely be worth looking into anything just that could possibly fight type 1 diabetes. <laughs> That's true. Worth if, looking if you into. could fix this problem. Please. Yeah, please, please. do. Um, yeah, that is a really interesting theory. But um, it's also just like anything, just any kind of foreign protein, the body's going to attack it. And then it's automatically going to attack the pancreas because that mm-hmm. there's already some kind of problem with the pancreas. Yeah. But once you put those animal proteins in, that's what sets off the body to attack. Okay. So it could be a number of things that could set it off but right now that's like the biggest series that animal proteins yeah, is what's that, causing it that's really interesting i mean as i understand the pancreas it's one of those uh, organs that you have similar to your appendix it's just like tied to your whole digestive system like you say it has it, it does have a very intricate microbiome you know in, in it so i don't i don't know there, there there might be something there yeah it definitely could be i mean that'd be awesome if it was especially that would be yeah pretty simple to figure out maybe i don't know yeah i mean Honestly, I would I would look at, I need to look into this because I think that'd be a, a really interesting topic. Like kombucha has a lot of really healthy uh, gut bacteria kombucha. along with along with some uh, mushrooms, like not psychoactive mushrooms, <laughs> but just like regular <laughs> regular mushrooms. Are you telling me to take drugs? No, Is that no. going to reverse my diabetes? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> what if that was like I, I just, just like on a whole nother level here. What if like the the craziest drugs like like DMT, like all the ones that get people like ridiculously high, uh, LSD, all the all the insane drugs. What if like those were like the cures to like the worst diseases? Like I'm hey. talking like cancer here. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't well, that be I insane? Doesn't w- marijuana have like some anti-cancerous effects? Like uh, it, stop it. It helps. Um, when you get sick with cancer, you uh don't want to eat. That's part of it, and then you get really <laughs> sick. But obviously, you're getting funny. high off marijuana, you get the munchies and yeah. you want to yeah, eat. Okay. So the that munchies. helps out with it a lot. Okay. The munchies. It yeah. also can help out with any pain that you're yeah, having that's with true. that. Mm-hmm. CBD in general. I mean, not even THC, the psychoactive part. The CBD is yeah. really all you need. Because oh, you can yeah. take uh, uh, medical marijuana without the THC mm-hmm. in it and it's a CBD. Yeah, they helps. have like the CBD oil? vape pens oh. yeah. and actually like oil rubs yeah. as well for like joint pains and like any yeah. chronic chronic mm-hmm. pains that you could use that for yeah yeah i got an uncle he just rubs that stuff on his knees and god it's insane uh, i remember we were younger we always used to play basketball with him he's out there with us now again uh he, there was like a 10 year spat where he just couldn't do it with us but now wherever we hang out yeah he gets out there oh, that's awesome yeah, it's really great stuff it's really great stuff man so who knows maybe maybe <laughs> hardcore drugs is the answer <laughs> i'm not condoning drugs I, don't do I, drugs I guess i'll go test out all of them real quick yeah, make sure yeah. i mean we gotta be just sci- to rule them out we gotta know? be scientific about this exactly exactly <laughs> nothing's off the table man <laughs> oh goodness oh jeez. so i just uh switched off caden today and now i don't know what i'm doing for the rest of the week like oh. I, my plans are just like empty right now oh I'm, damn so okay. I'm going to go shooting a lot, like I said in the last episode, but 
me and Cameron went shooting today. Ooh. And we lost five arrows or four arrows. What? Like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Those things are hard <laughs> to find. What yeah, the no. heck, man? It, the, why are you looking at me? Because I'm pretty sure it's your fault. That's why. He, he lost two of them. <laughs> yeah, he lost one, and I lost two or three. Yeah. Where, where'd you guys go? The same range. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but geez, we man. weren't on the we weren't on the high rise, so we oh. were shooting from the ground. So when it arcs, it goes into the dirt as opposed to just diagonal straight That's down. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And those bitches are hard to find. I hear you. For, I, I, hear I you. feel like you kind of owe me an apology for judging me so fast, Marcus. <laughs> well, you no, did I, lose a majority of them, though, didn't no, you? No, he I did. did. I lost, Wait, I lost three. You lost three, and you and lost only lost two. One. one or two. One or two. I don't oh. remember. When was this? Today, like dang, six o'clock or five thirty, five forty-five. I'm I'm waiting for my apology, Marcus. I, I don't know if you're gonna get one. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, so, man. Marcus, how was the Ohio State game? I didn't go this uh, time. Dude, what? what? Yeah, man, I was I was really feeling under the weather. I don't know if you've heard me coughing a little bit here. Yeah, but, um, I heard you a bit. Man. I thought you just pushed through it. Yeah, if you no. didn't know if you didn't know what he was doing Saturday, he was supposed to be working security for the Ohio State game. Dude. And he was going to be on the field. <laughs> Dude, and he, I did it last. I did he, it last he home was game. Too it was sick so to go. awesome. That's annoying. Dude. It was really like, annoying. No, I'd I, be coughing and be like, "Yo, fuck this! I'm still going." Dude, yeah, I, yeah. you don't understand, man. I was over there miserable yesterday. Like oh, it was really, really bad. It was really bad. I couldn't. Yeah. So but, you um, have been getting paid to work security and watch the game. Yeah. yeah it was nice. Made, how, uh, how do I sign up for this? Uh, I, I'm the plug, man. If you if you really are interested, yeah, I got I'm your back. Trying, yeah. I'm trying to yeah, get that yeah. plug, dude. Yeah, let's do this. Let's set something up. I'm serious. That sounds awesome. Um, next next time that my buddy is the lead on any any of these missions, uh, we got you. We got you. Hell okay. yeah, man! I'm yeah, excited. Man. That'd be fun. I'll take a day oh. off work to go do yeah, that. Dude, same. Or, well, it's a Saturday usually, isn't it? It's oh Saturdays. yeah, you work Saturdays though. Yeah, I'll still take it off. Yeah, <laughs> it it does. Uh, like, like we, sorry bitches, I got another job to do. <laughs> we have to show up there at like ten thirty, and it's ten thirty till like the end of the night, basically. Yeah. Um. And it's like ten dollars an hour, isn't it? Ten bucks an hour, oh, yeah. I'll call off work for that. <laughs> yeah, man. That's much better. My plus, I get to watch the game. It's really, oh my god, where I was at, like the cheerleaders were right in front of me, uh, and then there were like a bunch of like camera dudes. The cheerleaders were so freaking hilarious. Such good company. I gotta be honest, it was it was a lot of fun. There are other jobs there that kind of suck, but I had, I had a pretty good one. Yeah. Dude, speaking of girls, uh, Cameron, <laughs> no, 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 Cameron and I were at Chipotle before this episode, and. This girl just straight up says Cameron's name and asked if it was his name, and he was like, and I, I said yes because he was in shock because was, he didn't know who so this shook. girl was. Yeah, I was trying to, like, as soon as she said my name, I didn't hear anything else from it. I just went through my mind trying to figure, like, who the hell is this girl? I Me- had no clue. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, his name's Cameron. Why? And she's like, oh, I was just, I was just wondering. And then we you're, just stood in infamous, line. Man. No, we just stood in line. We we're like, okay, whatever. We went, we went through the line, got our food, we sat down, and they left. I'm like. Dude, why didn't we figure out how she knew you? I don't, she was really cute too. She was she really cute. She, she, really she was a cutie, homie. I, you ain't I was so nothing. shook, man. Uh, no, I, I feel it. I feel it. But the thing is, like, <laughs> he, he, we get uh, noticed by a lot of people apparently because I get walked up to by random people that I've never seen before, and yeah. they like know my life story before Caden. So this is like pre-baby. Whoa. Yeah, and I'm just like, who are you? Yeah. And I guess that happened to him tonight, and then this random girl waved to us before she left, and we're just like, oh, see you later, I guess. Yeah, wow. like, it was kind of like a wave, like, oh, hi, nice to see you guys. It was like, who the hell are these people? Yeah. She was driving a Mini Coupe, though. That's my favorite car. Oh, okay. Hell yeah, dude. 
I drive that shit all the time, if I had one. Yeah. Do you think it may have been like high school people, like people who knew you from Northmont? Well, no, no, no. I didn't. I did not recognize those people at all. No, one girl I did. I did recognize. She went to Brookville. Oh. Mm-hmm. I t- I talked to her like twice in my life. The other girl was wearing a Wayne hoodie. Oh, she's so. wearing a Wayne hoodie. Yeah. I didn't notice that honestly. Yeah. That's what like as soon as I uh, saw her, I was trying to figure out how I would know her. I was like Northmont. No, she's wearing a Wayne hoodie. See, if she was wearing a Wayne hoodie, she might have either seen me in passing at a soccer game, or I know a couple people from Wayne who I played soccer with. So if yeah. she knew me, then that would be it. Yeah. But I have no clue how she I have know no me. Clue. That's weird. It, it's gonna bug me so much because I want to <laughs> figure out who it is. Well, you got you found one of them on Instagram. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I have I have a I have a terrible problem. I I I gotta be honest. I think it's worse than your problem. I'm okay. sorry. I just have to say this. I get people who walk up to me. They're like, hey, how you been? I'll be like, good. Do I know you? Where are you from? They'll be like, yeah, I remember. I saw you the other day. You're out with your mom, something. I'm like, what? I, I really don't know you. And they're like, yeah, didn't you just graduate this past year? I'm like, "Who? wait, wait, what do you think my name is? They're like, hey, aren't you Trey? Oh, my <laughs> God. I fucking weird. And then I lose it. And then I absolutely lose it. Like, how is this little kid three years younger than me or something? Just moving to our neighborhood. How, how did he just usurp my whole identity? Like, I, I just I just really hate this crap. I really hate it, man. Lying, dude. But, um, geez, that, that's really interesting, though. Like, these these girls just walked up to you and were like, hey, like, no, you're Cameron. Uh, yeah, she yeah. straight yeah. up called Cameron by his name. And I was just like, who the fuck are you, dude? Yeah. I mean, I know you get around, man. But... <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Yo, not, he's a Christian boy. I know, I know. B-O-I. <laughs> Christian B-O-I. I understand you're fine you're fine this is fun poke fun with you yeah oh my god we used to we used to have too much fun poke oh fun my gosh abdesia bar date especially uh one of our uh friends senior high school still one of our greatest friends he would oh my god he would roast cameron so much oh jesus christ we used All to right. have so much fun at so lunch. junior year i've i um <laughs> i just broken up with my girlfriend of like two years and so i became a little bit of a hoe i'll be honest about it i just was dating a bunch of girls, so they made this running joke that I would have a flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. And I did. I had a new girl every week, which wasn't true. It was more like flavor of the month. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So I got roasted for that a lot. But well, he, but by the end of the year, he did, like, settle on one girl. I, I do have to say that. By the end of the year, he was just settled. Well, Who I mean, was it? Taylor. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> That that's nowhere near what we do to him. We, we every oh, time damn. he gets every time he starts talking to a new girl, we tell him that he's gonna give her STDs, <laughs> sexually transmitted diabetes. <laughs> oh my god, you're killing me. Yeah, no, it's that's funny. even funnier. Yeah, I get torn apart in both of my friend groups. It's oh, ridiculous. Oh god, a second. The, that's fucking hilarious. The biggest run, the biggest running joke, <laughs> out of uh. Our close friend group is uh, out of order pancreas. Yep. That's that's probably the biggest one. That, right that's now. a huge one. Diabetes boy. Diabetes boy. Yeah. It's... What the hell? Oh, that fucking killed me. I'm sorry. I'm coughing up shit. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. Sexually transmitted diabetes. Ah! Yeah, that one's never going away. That's, oh, no, that's how long has one. that been? <laughs> Se- seven months? Yeah, eight months? Yeah, it's. It's fairly new, actually, in the realm of making fun of you. <laughs> See, I was I was good throughout all of high school. They didn't make fun of me very much. 
Yeah, I mean, it was really only after high school is when everybody started going for each other. Yeah. Well, I everyone guess, used to just go for Noah. That's true. Well, I think it. I think the reason why everybody start is starting to go for everyone else is because we don't see each other much anymore. That's true. So we're just like, man, I want to tell you that I care about you, but not in a, not in a bitch way, you know. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's yeah. I think that's how we say, hey, I miss you, buddy, and I I appreciate yeah. you. you know? I've seen you more like just this summer and couple months into the fall than I have throughout the four years before that that I knew you, well, all of high school. That's true. CTC really distanced me from my core friend group, that's yeah. for sure. I didn't see much of anybody when I went to CTC, yeah. other than soccer practice, but yeah, after after high school, we everybody got really close for this, oh, yeah. for that first summer, and then everybody started working pretty heavy, and we all kind of... Not drifted away, but like uh, took time off from each other. Yeah, yeah. There's not always that weird period right after high school when everybody just kind of ghosts each other. Yeah, yeah. But then you find out who the real people are. Yeah, you know? dude. Just like yeah. the first episode. That's, exactly. Exactly. That's what we're talking about the first episode. Yeah, man. Memories. Yeah. We're on episode six, by the way. Yeah, we're we're already having callbacks. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't even think we fully introduced you. No, you didn't. Go ahead. Tell us your life story. Yeah, go ahead. Even though you already told us your life story, but... Uh, what do you want to know? What's my your name? name? My name is uh, Cameron Kaufman. No, it's not. It's okay. Philip. Okay, my <laughs> name is <laughs> Philip Cameron Kaufman. I, did, I don't... I've never gone by the name Philip. All right, uh, so here's this name, list of names. Philip. Philip Cameron Kaufman, Cameron Kaufman, Bobby Kaufman, Uncle Bobby, Uncle Cameron, uh, out of order... Out of order pancreas, and <laughs> I think that's it. Diabetes boy. Diabetes boy, yeah. Yep. That's his list of names. Wait, wait, nobody calls you Diabeto? Diabeto. No, that's the fat kid off Family Guy. Yeah, I'm not uh, fat. Oh, I'm not true. fat. That's true, you aren't fat. Yeah. That's true. I tell you what, though. You are. You can play any sport very like at a at a decent skill level from yeah. just picking it up. He's just a general athletic guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've, the, I've just been playing sports my entire life. Like, so. when we were in Arkansas, you really showed everybody, like, hey, dude, I'm I'm pretty athletic. You did really well at, like, whatever baseball stuff we did, whatever soccer stuff we did, frisbee stuff we did. What else did we do? We did a little bit of volleyball. Yeah. Well, I've played all almost all of those sports before. The only thing I never really played, like, I played, like, YMCA League soccer one year when I was – six or seven that's that was the extent of my experience so i come here with all you guys being all high school varsity soccer players i had to try to pick it up really yeah no honestly you your skill level at soccer is very good compared to most people like you can do a lot of things a lot of (laughs) average soccer players can't do so well thank you i appreciate that i commend you on that even though yeah especially considering you started it fairly recently yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, a lot of these people have been playing since they were little kids. You just coming over here, like, oh, what's soccer? Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Let me, let me roast all y'all motherfuckers right now. <laughs> the only thing you're not really good at is video games. But I'm not good no. at video games either, so it's okay. No, I never, I was never huge on playing video games. I love being outside and doing stuff. So. And also, another thing, keeping on the topic of how just good of a well rounded athlete you are. Even when you were shooting the bows, like the first time you shot the bows, you picked up that compound bow, and you you did very very good for your first go and even your second go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even though you lost two arrows the first go, but that's okay. I thought I only... No, wait, I did lose yeah, two. Yeah, you lost two. Because they're both camo. Yeah, I know. No more camo arrows. <laughs> yeah, I know, seriously. Let's get neon yellow that's arrows from now on. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to get, honestly. Bright pink arrows. Slap on the, <laughs> drop on the girl section. Let's do this. Yeah, but you were, you were hitting some shots that I never thought you... You would hit yeah. being a first timer, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was just you explained it really easily for me. Just tell me to line drive it. It's pretty simple to do that. Yeah, especially with a compound bow. That's a forty-five pound pull. You, most of those targets you can hit by just aiming straight at it. It's just figuring out what is straight at it yeah. from your perspective, looking looking at the site or looking down the site. Yeah. So, Marcus, and you did really well. You're the one who knocked the bottle off of the top of the. Okay. Yeah, okay. We, okay. I hit it first, though. If we're being if we're being technical, I hit the bottle first, but that he is... knocked it down first. Okay. So if while we're being technical, uh, I didn't exactly like just straight up boom, you know, hit the hit the bottle off of the target where we had it. I kind of trick shotted it. Like I missed pretty badly, um, but it bounced off of like something on off to the side. It of was the, the post yeah, the holding post. up the target that yeah. the bottle was on top of. Yeah, it bounced off the post that was holding up. Uh, the target where the bottle was, and then it bounced off, <laughs> knocks I mean, the bottle off, and then kind of ricochets. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess it was. Even though you was. didn't mean to do it, it was still pretty cool. Yeah. So actually, I have a question for both of you. What bows did you? What bow did you like better, the recurve or the compound bow? For those who don't know what either of those are, a compound bow is one of the newer bows that have all the wheels where you pull it back and it holds the weight for you so you don't have to struggle holding back a weight whereas the recurve is mainly an all wooden or with minimal mechanical parts moving to it and it's just like a an og bow like your typical bow yeah your typical is yeah Uh, i definitely like the uh, compound bow a lot better it was just a lot easier to aim with it it's just a straight line drive shot so it's super simple I love the recurve because I feel like more of a badass. Yeah, no, I do. And, and my ego is everything when I'm shooting bows and arrows. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, though. It shouldn't be the thing. I know, It should just be being a man, you know? Even though it technically ego fuels competition <laughs> and all that stuff. So I guess you can make that argument. I yeah. like the recurve because that was the first bow I learned how to shoot with. And I feel like I'm more accurate with the recurve than I am the compound even though the compound has a site that you could dial in which i haven't yet i need need to that would make it way easier to shoot with but you know i i the number one reason why i don't like compounds is you know as you're pulling it back like there's that there's that weird sort of tension point right before you get to the point where the bow itself is holding the weight that weird tension point as i'm pulling it back i just hate it so much i don't know how to describe you know what i mean yeah like you're Mm -hmm. about like midway back and then uh, when the weight shifts from being on your arm to the actual bow itself, it's just kind of annoying. I just, I just like the natural bow, you know. Just you pull it back how far you, you know, how much power you want to put into it. That's what you put in. I just like that better. I don't know. I don't know. See, I'm trying to change the limbs on my recurve bow to where it'd be a heavier pullback, so I can Ooh. go hunting with it. Ooh. Okay. And I definitely am trying to camp out a night while I'm hunting just for the experience because I think that would be a really cool experience. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. Let's mm-hmm. go find some deer, some elk, or something. Yeah, and I think bow hunting season has started. So, yeah, it, 
I don't know if we'll able to we'll be able to do it this year, but we'll definitely do it the next hunting season. Just because I don't have nearly enough uh, ammunition, or <laughs> and I I don't think I have the money for the limbs yet, so I'll have to save up. Yeah, it needs. There's a lot of more planning that has to go into this kind of a trip too, you know. Yeah, it's not like a day trip to Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> Pittsburgh. yeah, that's true. I love that city so much. Yeah, we, I was just oh. there last weekend. It's coming through the tunnels, man. Oh. Yeah, we're high field. I still really need too. to go. I, I really know you to. can go. You can do. We can all go one time. Because yeah. the only trips I've gone with were with Ryan and then some of his friends. I didn't go with everybody. Yeah. What, what were you doing up there last week or this weekend? Wherever. This past weekend. Um. We were supposed to ride scooters around Pittsburgh, but we didn't find enough scooters for everybody. So then we just went to downtown Pittsburgh and ate, and then walked around a bit more, and then went home. So it wasn't anything too crazy. But I think our next oh. destination is Chicago. So Ooh, oh that should my be God. fun. Okay, quick quick story. I have this really really awesome friend. He's such a shy guy. Like ah, I don't even know how to describe him, but he, he's so shy that. He had been planning this trip to Chicago with a friend of his for some months. He had told me about it. The guy actually flaked on him about a month or so before uh, the trip was supposed to go through. He told me that he wanted to ask me to go to Chicago with him so bad. He had the plane tickets. He had the uh, the Airbnb that they were staying in. He already had paid for it. He went by himself because he, he didn't want to, like, ask me. I was Damn. like, dude, come on. And <laughs> you like, gotta, I, gotta communicate better, exactly. dude. Exactly. I'm like, dude, you gave me a month's time. I totally would have been there. Like, You would have no. given me three days' time, I would have been there. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I with, can't do with, three with, days. with me, it's for money. Like, I don't I don't like to just spend. You know, I like to really save up and then say, okay, I want to have this much money, so I've got to earn this much money to do that. I don't want to, like, if I'm doing something extra that's not my typical lifestyle, I don't want to take away from my lifestyle to be able to, to do it. I don't know, that's just my general philosophy when yeah, it comes to that money. that makes sense. It's a good way to look at it, financial advisor. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, but, yeah, so I just I just really want to get out to Seattle. We really need to do – or Chicago, Chicago sorry. Yeah. I've already been to Seattle. We need to get to Chicago, and I really would love to do that next summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was born right out, outside of Chicago, so. Right, right. And yeah. I don't remember living in Chicago or anywhere near there because we lived over, in, over near oh, there for geez. at least until I was born. And then we moved here when Rocco was born. Just imagine how different your life would have been. Yeah, no, I don't. I can't even imagine. That would be crazy, man. I wouldn't be a dad. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't actually. <laughs> actually, I never no. Know. You, can, you got a weak plug, Gabe. You probably should uh, be a dad. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it would be less likely that I would be a what dad. What makes you say that? I don't know, cause I actually don't know. <laughs> you could have two kids right now, man. Oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> You could have twins, triplets. Oh, damn. Uh, that was a scare at first. That, that was, was a scare. Because oh. her dad was a twin, and it skips a generation. So it would have been lined oh, up perfectly. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Plus, the heartbeat was, like, abnormally fast. So that's, like, a sign of twins. But it wasn't. We good. Oh, we wow. good. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that would have... I, I would have been in some problems. <laughs> what, would the, what would the other name be? I wanted it to be Giovanni. Okay. I wanted Caden's name to be Giovanni, but that didn't happen, obviously. So, I guess Caden will do. I mean, I like his name. Caden Vincent Libertini. Okay. That's a good name. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you don't know that already. He's a year and a half. You mm-hmm. just saw him earlier today. Yeah. You know? But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Caden, Caden, Caden. That kid will give me no attention until I'm ready to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, like no. I'm laying on the couch. I had just woken up. He comes, sits on the chair, and then just falls right on top <laughs> of me. Yeah. That's what he does. He oh, did that. He did that with Rocco when Rocco was sleeping in his teepee. Caden just went up, up, jumped on top of him, and just laid on top of him for a second. That he love. He loves to do that. Oh but. man. I think that was the hardest thing about Brittany and I splitting up was not being able to see him every day. You know. Oh yeah. That I was the dude. biggest. That was the biggest hurdle, I think, I had to go through with the whole separation of Brittany and I. But now that I'm used to it, I mean, it's kind of nice to have that time off, but still, like, every day, I, every time I switch off, like, when I give Caden to Brittany, it's like, dang, I'm, I'm going to miss you so much for this week. And, I mean, I'm glad that Brittany was good enough and nice enough to allow me to see him for even a week because since we weren't married she had full rights of Caden like she could have just up and left and gone across the world if she wanted to but she was she was very considerate enough to actually give me some rights so she couldn't do that and gave me the right to have these set of parameters that allowed me to see Caden as much as I could yeah that's really good yeah yeah that I am very grateful for what she's done, even though things I think could have been could have been better, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we both had to make our sacrifices, and honestly, I everybody's saying that. Oh, it's all of. I mean, a lot of my friends, uh, Cameron, you've heard it a lot. That oh, it was like it was her fault. Like that's why you guys split up. No, I mean relationships are a two-way street and you know i could have done so many things better and do i regret it yeah but from what has happened would i change it maybe i don't know i I, and maybe things would have been different but where i'm at now focusing on myself and caden it's it's really gave me that big reflection that we were talking about the last episode and it was really really eye-opening to me to have someone I love that could have been potentially taken away from me for the rest of my life still been in my life you know what I'm saying yeah and it's it was really that moment to me was when I was like shit I gotta be better as a person you know you gotta and that was a big learning experience from us separating as well wow yeah man I bet. God, that's a lot. Oh yeah, dude. Like, from from what I'm hearing, or like I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, I really feel like if I had to like go somewhere and like drop my kid off for a week, that's like the bottom falling out of my car. Like, oh yeah. god, like, oh I don't, I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know how you do it, but uh. I don't either. I I just know that when I see you when you do have them, the weeks when you do have them, you're always walking around the block. You're always out there playing on, uh, playing with them um, out on your deck and in the backyard. You just, oh, you just pour your heart and soul into that kid. Oh, I gotta. I love to see it, man. I love to gotta, see it. Gotta show him that even though uh, his mom and I are split up, that we're still a team and that we we are we are raising him together. So. Yeah. 
I gotta say, man, you do a great job of this. I remember first hearing about uh, when you were having a kid. I was just, the first thought was like, this dude is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were fucked, man. Um, but just seeing, like, how you, well, you've done with kid and how well you've done with your life, it's amazing to see, dude. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate that. And this is, I'm sorry to get kind of sappy on this episode, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, when you have a kid and you go through this separation, you really have to sit back and think, like, is it really her fault? Is it really anyone's fault, really? Because, I mean, I was guilty of it when when we first split. I was like, well, if she would have done this, and if she would have done that, and if I would have gotten more time to myself. But as I thought about it, it was like, those are the most selfish reasons ever. And then I started thinking back, like, well, did I did I provide her enough attention? Did I let her go and do her things with her friends did i get angry at her when she wanted to go do things and i had to watch caden you know it just thinking thinking back about all that stuff it's it it wasn't her fault fu- it wasn't all of her fault it wasn't all of my fault i think it was a 50-50 thing that and maybe <laughs> shit maybe even i did more damage than she did but it's thinking about that and and fixing it after the fact is what makes you grow as a person and i'm again yeah, that's man. what i'm really about is growing as a person and yeah. that really that really was the big big marker for me me like shit i need to change yeah, you know man. you had to you had to do a lot of maturing really fast yeah oh yeah and uh speaking of which like you talked about that decision that, that uh she made to to give you uh parental rights yeah yeah of. Yeah, the, that I didn't know that, and that that is a that is a good thing. That was yeah, she's mature enough to do that because oh, yeah. it's messed up that our state laws are that way. Where oh, it's yeah. like it's your kid, but nah, and you the don't thing get is, any rights. I don't get any. I I didn't get any rights when he was born, but she could make me pay money every month to her mm-hmm. until he was eighteen. Damn, I, that is the the laws in Ohio is is so fucked up. Yeah, I I don't understand it, but. Again, that that because uh, it's all in paper. We met with a lawyer. We had a court date to get it on record, and that really showed me how her maturity in the in the whole situation, and it it made me respect her more as well. So, Brittany, if you are listening to this, thank you for everything you've done. You've really helped me as a person, and. Even though I'm not in love with you, I do love you, you know? And Tanner, you're a really good guy, too. <laughs> so, that's my whole spiel. All right, man. Damn, this hit deep. It did. This it did hit, hit really deep. deep. I wasn't ready for it. Shit. <laughs> it's good to talk about it, though, because yeah. I didn't really talk about it much, you know? Yeah. So. Fuck it, dude. What are you doing this week? <laughs> what am I doing this week? Uh, what are either of you doing this week? This week, I gotta get I gotta get off topic for this. Marcus has a busy ass week. Um, We're recording tomorrow, right? Uh, that has to be a thing. Uh, we set. You have it set in your damn calendar. We talked about this. What time? Like nine o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll be perfect. That'll okay. be perfect. Okay, yeah, we're recording tomorrow at nine o'clock, so so that's definitely on there. This is probably this this one is probably going up like Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We so I'm glad you didn't mention that. I do have a busy ass week because what I did last week is I made sure that all of my appointments, all my activities, everything like that, they're set in stone. They're on my schedule. Oh yeah, I have plenty dude, of you're time getting... buffers in between them. 
you make sure that my other business has to be taken care of. Yeah, yeah. You're getting organized, man. I, I like it. I am getting I'm organized. I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm getting organized. Uh, one of the girls in my club, she just got on me uh, last week for time management. <laughs> and she's like, Marcus, I do this. I do this every week. I do this every month, actually, just to make sure that I don't have to do it every week. She says, it's not easy. She said, it's not hard. Sorry, it's not hard. It's very easy. Marcus, if I can do it, so can you. And once she said that, I'm like, oh, I guess you're right. So I, I did that. Um, got, you know, club meeting stuff. Uh, we're hiring on some more people for this business. Uh, we got a lot of interest. We had our first uh, general club meeting this past Thursday. We got a lot of interest. A lot of people want to come out and work with the business. Um, somewhere between 10 and 18 uh, potential employees. So I'm really oh, dude, freaking that's excited. Super, that's a lot of people. That is I know. a lot of people. Like the most pessimistic, or excuse me, the most optimistic part of me was like, yeah, we'll probably get like five or six. Got got more than double that. So I'm Damn, yeah, dude, yeah, that's, man. That's yeah, really man. good. I'm really excited. So uh, that's going on. Looking to get uh, everything signed and online by the 27th. So, dude, here we go. That's, I know, man. That's, that's exciting. So awesome, that's, that's closer than freaking you think really <sighs> it's been a ride it's been a that's really gonna feel like ride, a day that's gonna feel like a day getting to the 27th don't say that it's gonna feel like a day i need to slow down yeah you're <laughs> right though you're right though I'm, I'm doing good things so i guess i guess i shouldn't be worried about you know how much i'm putting into this because this, this is a really awesome awesome thing that's gonna take me far in my life so yeah dude i'm glad so what are you doing this week cameron oh man it's just constant work in school yeah. so you work at Pizza Hut, right? Yes. And you're you're not a delivery delivery driver. You're a p- cook. Yeah, I'm okay. a cook at Pizza Hut, and I just got my job back at La Rosa's. I'm gonna be a oh, delivery you, driver. That's finalized. Yes, that's oh, finalized. Sweet, good for you, good for you. Yeah. So it's just hopefully my bosses are cool with that Pizza Hut. Just working two days a week. It's I don't see kinda, why not. Yeah, they're already like oh, we're opening up close. a brand new store, so we need a shit ton of people. That makes sense. So, but I'm. Like, I can be there Tuesdays in the mornings because they, they have a lot of minors. So, if I can do Tuesday mornings and then all day Thursday, I think they'll be okay with oh, it. Oh, yeah. I bet. So, what's your what's your schooling like? Uh, schooling is great. This is the first semester of college where I've actually enjoyed the classes I've been in. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with that heavy. Yeah, because, like, at this point uh, last year in both semesters, I've been in two different majors, nursing and social work. At this point, both of them, I'd said, fuck it. I dropped out of half my classes both times because I just hated it so much. I said, I'm switching majors. This is stupid. Yeah, and, like, a couple weeks into, like, I think it was eight weeks into the second semester last year, I just completely dropped out because I hated it. It it sucked so much. But now I've um, entered a new major, Unmanned Aerial Systems. And it's so awesome. I've learned so much. It's really cool. Yeah, me and you are going to get a little project in the works as well. Trying to That'll come later, though. This We might have to talk about this off-air with Marcus. Ooh. Yeah, this yeah. is a really cool idea. I love it. It is really cool. But yeah, that's that's the, really the key when it comes to education, especially higher-level education. You just got to find something that you're super curious about, yeah. something that just really intrigues you, and you just want to get to the bottom of it just to understand more, because that's the thing that's going to carry you through it. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're when you're doing something boring, like social work. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. When you're helping people with social work, blah. Um, no, I'm kidding. But, but yeah, yeah, that's what's, re- that's what's really important. You just got to find that spark, you yeah. know? And it really sounds like you got it. Yeah, I definitely have. Even with, like, my two ah. classes that don't have anything to do with it, interpersonal communication, psych. Like, yeah. Interpersonal comm, that's super easy. I love it. Psych, I hate the homework so far. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. But... I love the class. 
don't like my presser that much, but oh well. But yeah, my drawing glasses are awesome. One of my professors, though, uh, it's our it's my aerospace spatial visual class. <laughs> We've had one lesson because really? we, we had the syllabus, and then the next week, uh, he was half an hour late, so I left. It, it like half an hour gone by. I said, "Fuck this! I'm not sitting through this." Um, I go the next week. We have our lesson. Um, we go another week. We were supposed to have a lesson, but then, like, we were supposed to run simulations, and that didn't work. So, okay, and these simulations wow. are just, like, drone simulations? Yeah. It's okay. uh, uh, designing flight paths for the drones. Oh, okay. Oh. Dude, that's sweet. Yeah. And okay. So you can get into programming a bit with this. Yes. Oh. It's, it's programming. It's repair. It's maintenance. Like, one of my classes next year, I have to build a drone. Completely. And this is going to be lit. Yeah. I was about to say, where yeah. does this translate into, like, working-wise? So, work-wise, I can get, there are so many things I can do with it. I can go into the military. I can do uh, law even enforcement. With, even with type 1 diabetes? Yes, that would be uh, civilian personnel. Okay. So, mm-hmm. it's not quite military. It's not going through all the training like you usually would, which is fine. Um, but, yeah, still being able to do the job, working for the government, all that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I had an uncle. He was, uh, he was type 1 diabetic. He did... Um, he did all the mechanized, uh, uh, like, automotive stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. There are plenty of jobs like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's um, first responder applications, search and rescue. Like, uh, we just had the hurricane. I would be able to fly drones over, try to find people that are missing. Oh, dude, that's uh, super missing. cool. Yeah. Um, agricultural, fi- trying to find the best spot for you to uh, plant your crops um, to grow more. Mm-hmm. Just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, dude, that's a very versatile... Uh, degree it sounds like yeah you mentioned agriculture i saw this one video um where essentially the, there was this this person who went out and they uh they would put drones uh in the sky regularly i think uh weekly and they would just try to see from you know a bird's eye view the uh the tracks that the, the water flow would uh leave mm-hmm. over certain field areas so that hey if you want to set up an irrigation system something that's particularly expensive uh, you know, our company, we're going to go out, we're going to survey your fields, and then we're going to install that irrigation system for you. Yep. That's that's some really powerful stuff. Because uh, you look at places, uh, Africa, Southeast Asia especially, some places South America too, where their farming is very dependent on rainwater. Like, that can be oh, like, yeah. absolutely revolutionary for whole regions, mm-hmm. and that technology. That's that's amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I, I love it so far. Yeah. All right, Cameron. How can we find you? What is your social medias? Uh, Instagram is cam.kaufman17. That's C-O-F-F-M-A-N. Uh, Twitter is CameronKaufman2. And uh, Snapchat is cam.kaufman17. Lit. Um, I think it's your Twitter. What is your Twitter name? <laughs> uh, my Twitter name is Uncle Bobby. He got Uncle Bobby from a, a number of circumstances <laughs> so ryan's roommate old roommate his name's andrew he spent the weekend at my house one weekend i think it was like almost a month ago at this point yeah and so we were meeting cameron over at the fairfield mall and we were listening to logic and andrew gets out of the car and he's like what's up bobby to cameron and we're like who the fuck is bobby he's like He's Bobby. I don't know his real name, but his name's Bobby now. And it just stuck. Yeah. And Caden has a lot of uncles. My fr- He has a bunch of uncles, random people, basically. But one of them is Cameron. And 
he is now referred to by my son as Uncle Bobby. He either calls him <laughs> Uncle or Bobby. So that's how that came about. And yeah. he's just like, fuck it, dude. I'll make it my Twitter name. Yeah. I'm, I'm adopting it. I fucking love it. Dude, I, I like that name a lot. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Yeah, he hates it because he calls his brother Bobby. <laughs> My brother's name is Bobby. I mean, his, his birth name is Robert, but no one calls him Robert. Everybody yeah. calls him Bobby. I can't have more than one Bobby in my life. It just isn't a thing. It just yeah, isn't. he started calling me Robert. Your name is Robert now, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> fucking Robert. All right, Marcus. <laughs> plug the plug the social media since we're doing it. Might as well. Oh, uh, well, since we're doing this, actually, I'm going to um, I'm going to plug my club social media. Do it, man. Yeah, um, it's, it's WSU underscore CEO. Uh, CEO is the international or the national yeah international organization uh, at different universities for uh, entrepreneurship clubs. So uh, WSU underscore CEO. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram. We post regular stuff about our club happenings and all that. Um, if you're in the Dayton area. And you guys want to get involved in the entrepreneurial ecosystem? We post a lot of stuff. We can link you to other folks in the area, like Dayton Tech Guide, um, if you want to keep posting about that. So, yep, WSU underscore CEO. Dude, that's and you guys are a good, good place like to just gain more more uh, connections with. You're a good resource. Absolutely, we 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 aim to be a good connector. Uh, you know, networking networking wise and uh. We also want to provide, you know, a lot of those young folks who really, really want to get involved in the game, you know, they have, they have something they're passionate about, but they're, you know, kind of shy, you know, maybe they don't, maybe they don't have those, you know, skills of just people, people skills and all that. You know, if, if you need some help, if you want to, want to like a softer approach to some of these folks, we got you. You won't have to walk up into like the big, huge networking event with thousands of people and try to weave your way through and find the guy you need to talk to. No, no, we, we got him on speed dial. We got you. So. And then you can find me at Nico underscore Libs for Instagram and uh, Snapchat. And then Twitter is like Libertini24. And then Facebook at Nico Libertini. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I've been.